Hello guys. Happy Friday. So, um, as we talked about in the last episode, I, well that one might not be posted yet, but we are we'll bi-weekly see. now. <laughs> yeah. We are. <laughs> so this well, is your daily dose of silliness from us. Yes. Yes. And um, we're bi-weekly now. And Yay! obviously you're listening listening to our real episodes too. Yes. Um, Hopefully. Yes. Please come support us on Patreon so that we can keep doing this. <laughs> yes. We're going to um, see how well this goes. We really enjoy yeah. the bi-weekly. We like the Friday episodes too. Yeah. Almost more than our regular episodes. <laughs> yeah. Because this so, is just a whole lot of fun. Yeah. So we just want something that brightens up your Monday and gives you something to kind of look forward to on a Monday and gives uh-huh. you something to think about for the week. And then we also love something that gives you super happy and jazzed for the weekend. Yeah, because we need to be happy and jazzed for the weekend, too. So, yes. yeah. So Kay's going to go first this week. Yes. Okay. So if you don't know, this is Crooked News. By the way, yes. Um, so Kay likes to do our weird news segment, and I like to do hilarious history. And Harry <laughs> loves alliteration and yeah. history. Yeah, <laughs> I love it all. <laughs> um, all right, so stay in crooked news. Okay, and this is going on like right now. Oh okay. shit! Okay. Um, I I went on my old faithful Reddit, and I found this article that led me to this one. Okay. And this is from the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love their tagline: "Democracy dies in darkness." Ooh, I love it. It's chilling. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Washington Post. Okay. That's why we're bringing things into the light. Yes. <laughs> um. So I'm so drunk. The okay. title of this <laughs> is: An 11-year-old fought off a home invader with a machete. Oh my God! Then the suspect escaped from the hospital. What? Uh huh. <laughs> so we've got Harry Potter. <laughs> and. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. Tell Look me everything. Look at how cute he is. Tell me everything. Okay. Hang on. Let's see. Oh! <laughs> Isn't he adorable? He looks like he needs a hug. <laughs> yeah, I, he, he does need a hug Honey. after this. Oh my um, god, he looks empty inside. <laughs> he does. Okay, so his name is Brayden Smith. Okay. Um, he fought of off. His name's Brayden. <laughs> Everyone's name's Brayden these days. Yeah. Um, he fought off a burglar with a machete at his home in um, Meebane, North Carolina, on June fourteenth. Oh my god. Yeah. Three days ago, when we're recording this. Uh, this. Wait, art- this happened this week? Yes. This past week. Yes, this week. And the suspect, he 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 escaped the hospital, but he was. Um, they found him when I found this seventeen hours before I found this. Oh my gosh! Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. Oh my god, this poor baby. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> so this article is by Megan Flynn at the Washington Post. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, okay. So the 11 year old boy hid behind his bedroom door when he heard a stranger burst into his home in North Carolina. Braden Smith was home alone, as he told WFMY, and it wouldn't take long for the burglar to find him there. The intruder threw open the door, pointed a pellet gun at him, and told me to sit down on the ground and get in my closet. <gasps> Braden said, and I did that. Because, yeah. Because, of course. (laughs) (laughs) 
but Braden started to worry. What if the invader came back? What if he kidnapped him? I knew I had to act in the heat of the moment, he told ABC 11. So, he grabbed his machete. Oh my god. The Little League slugger. And guys... I'll have to post a picture of him because, like, this he's video, so he's in his little league outfit. He's got his little hat on. He's part of the Pirates. He's just, he's so cute. That's the group. Like, we make shirts for those kids. Like, yeah. babies. Yes. Um, so the little league slugger had purchased it with gift cards and normally used it to chop trees, he told ABC 11. But now here he was, sneaking through his living room like a fearless Kevin McAllister of Home Alone fame. I was going to say. Yeah. Waiting for the chance to strike. So he takes no shit. No, he don't. Um, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> it came when he saw the intruder drop the boys' cell phone. Oh, my God. That's when I picked up my machete and hit him in the back of the head. Oh, my God. <laughs> the plan worked. The intruder, later identified by police as 19-year-old Jatavian J- Deshaun Hall, was bleeding badly from his head onto Braden's floor. He kicked Braden in the stomach and in the side of the head as the 11-year-old took another swing and missed. The Orange County Sheriff's Office said in a statement Friday. Orange Hall- County? Mm-hmm. This is in California. Okay. No, this is in North Carolina. But there's also an there's Orange an or- County there. Why do we do that in this fucking country? Everything has the same name. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have you been <laughs> to Ohio? Yes. It is a... Kentucky is like a stamp of Ohio. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Kentucky is far superior. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, JK, we love you, Ohio. (laughs) You have Kings Island. (laughs) Um, Hall attempted to grab a PlayStation and television but stumbled, realizing how badly he was injured, the sheriff said. He fled out the door to a getaway car. The chase seemed like it would be easy enough when Hall showed up at a hospital for medical treatment a few hours later. Instead, the story of the 11-year-old's machete-wielding heroics was temporarily spoiled after Hall waltzed out of the hospital Friday night, leading to a two-day manhunt. Oh my gosh. Hall was finally recaptured at his mother's apartment in Burlington, North Carolina on Sunday afternoon and charged with breaking and entering... I'm sorry. Hang on. (laughs) A mother's love knows no bounds. His plan was, I'll go to my mother's apartment? Mm-hmm. And it took them how long to find him there? Two days. Is that not the first place you would fucking look? <laughs> Did he have his own apartment? I'm guessing not. I have no idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like bridesmaids, where they're like, we can't find her. And she, they, like, look up her, like, homing signal from her cell phone or whatever, yeah. and she's like, he's, she's in her own apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Headline. Oh. Bride discovered in her own apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Missing person's case solved. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's groundbreaking. Okay. <laughs> the Washington Post has a shirt with democracy dies in darkness on it. We might need to get one. We should. Okay. So. Next on the list. Yes. We can't spend our hot cash on it, though. No. (laughs) For our bright shirts. (laughs) 
Um, he was charged with breaking and entering, kidnapping, assault on a child under 12, and interfering with emergency communications. But his brief escape from the hospital has left the Orange County Sheriff's Office and the University of North Carolina Medical Center playing the blame game, trying to figure out how a suspect slipped away so easily. Oh my God. It was infuriating, Braden's mom, Caitlin Johnson, who lives out of state, told ABC 11. I just have so many questions. Johnson said she was on the phone with her son on Friday morning when he told her that an unfamiliar car had just pulled into the driveway and that unknown people were coming oh, to the door. I hate it. Johnson said she this summoned... worst nightmare. Yeah. Johnson said she summoned a relative to call 911 when her son realized that one man, allegedly Hall, was breaking in. It was horrifying, she told ABC 11. The intruder and two others... Pause who, for a second. Like, uh-huh. I was home alone a lot, and the rule was always you don't answer the door. Mm-hmm. And I... I mean, like, even in a neighborhood with no soliciting, people don't fucking care. Yeah. And they go around door to door all the time. And there were, like, our, our door was, like, made of glass. Yeah. And there was glass on either side of the door. It was, like, one of those, like, oval glass front doors or whatever, yeah. you know? Because front doors are really expensive to replace. You uh-huh. will find out when you own a fucking home. Uh-huh. And so I was, just, like, when I was in high school, I was like, why do we have this ugly-ass front door? Yeah. Because it's expensive to replace. <laughs> Um, but, like, you, you had to, like, peek around and see, uh-huh. and then, like, run away really fast or hide, yeah. like, immediately, because they would be, like, looking inside. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm thinking of all the times that I was at home, and someone rang the doorbell for some reason or another, and then was, like, looking inside the house, and just, this was my worst nightmare. Yeah. Because we didn't have weapons like this when I was, like, in my house. We didn't have a machete or a gun or anything like that yeah. to defend the home. I would have just been fucking homeless. I was like, I have a butcher knife. Yeah, well... Run! (laughs) I'm crazy! (laughs) Um... We have glass on either side of our front door. So, when I was home alone, when I was younger, I would take to opening the closet doors that were on either side and, like... Opening them so that they covered so the, doors the doors. Covered the door. Yeah. Yeah. And you, um, you have like those coat closets or whatever on both yeah. sides of your door that are like perpendicular, so you can like open. Yeah. That's fair. We didn't have that. It was like its own foyer, and yeah. then the coat closet was like over here. Uh huh. There's nothing to cover it. Yeah. Not even blinds. That would be terrifying. We didn't even have blinds. Oh my god. I mean, we were in a safe area. It was always, like, soliciting of some sort of, like, vote for us. And I was just like, I'm 10. Yeah. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I was uh, 14... It was spring break. I will never forget this. Um, it was my first day of spring break. It was, like, the first time I'd ever been able to be home alone for, like, mm-hmm. a whole week. And um, I live with a man who is um, disabled, and his um, sister's son is kind of our landlord, and he mm-hmm. comes and, like, fixes things. Right. He didn't know anybody was going to be home. Oh, I remember you telling me this story. Yeah. Oh, my God. He just, like, came in, didn't he? Yeah, he he came in with the drummer. And, like, I I had taken out my headphones because I had been, like, playing around with some makeup. And, like, I had my headphones in and I pulled them out. And, like, I heard voices. And I didn't hear my dog, which scared the shit out of me because usually my dog, like, barks. barks at everything. She barks at every fucking thing that she can and like it terrified me because i was like oh my god my dog is dead there are two people in my house that i don't know they're two men i'm here by myself i don't have a bra and i don't have any kind of weapon <laughs> i don't have a 
bra. <laughs> so my boobs are gonna be flapping. Is that what matters? It my, might matter to my, 14 year old me. Boobs akimbo. <laughs> And like <laughs> that's the worst part. Yeah. When you're oh god, when you grew up in our generation. Yeah, I, heaven I, forbid you look <laughs> remotely out of place. Yeah. <laughs> so I called my mom real quick and like I was whispering and I was like Yeah, I was like, is anyone supposed to be here? And she was like, No. I was like, there are two men like hanging out in our living room. Oh my god. And like I was in my room with I the would door. Myself. Yeah, I was in my room with the door locked and I was like terrified. And she was like, Oh my god, call 911 right now. <laughs> <laughs> so she hung up on me. She hung up Yes. She hung up on me, so I would call 911 and I oh called 911. And like she she had been at work and she's um the billing department manager. And she was, like, counting money because, like, they have to do random checks because apparently people have been stealing money from them. So she was counting it, and, like, she got that call from me and left, like, left her office door open with the money out. Like, she just fucking, like, was speeding to the house to, like, come and... That's I don't know what she was going to do. That just speak volumes. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm on the phone with 911, and, like, she's texting Roz, and, like, is, like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And... This is my house. My, my daughter's home alone with Stevie. Yeah. Like... <laughs> well, Stevie was at daycare. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah. And, like, so she... I'm on the phone with 911 and I'm trying to tell them what's going on and like I'm really quiet and they were trying to yeah yeah they were trying to like calm me down and they were like do you have any weapons and I was like no but I have a lamp (laughs) (laughs) I was fucking ready to fight too I like I I couldn't get out of like I couldn't get out of the room because the window was too loud Mm-hmm. And, like, I wouldn't have had enough time to, like, punch out my screen and, like, get out. And run. Because yeah. they would have heard it. And they were like, well, we just want to make sure that, like, you're not pointing a gun at the police when they come. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah. And, like, my mom mm-hmm. is calling me while I'm on the phone with 911. And, like, I can't, like, get off the phone with them. Right, no. And so then someone starts, like, stomping down the hallway. <gasps> and it scared the shit out of me. Oh, my God! <laughs> like they knocked on my door and I was like oh my god <laughs> like I had the lamp like I had this really tall like floor lamp right I had that in my hands and I was fucking ready <laughs> lightsaber style yeah like, come <laughs> in bitch oh my yeah. god oh my like, god and like um Stevie's nephew knocked on the door he's like hey it's just me it's Tommy I'm here like just to like look at the sink like <laughs> Oh and my god! I called the police and they were like there. Cause they didn't say anything. Yeah, no. Oh my god. And fucking landlords, talk, talk to your, <laughs> talk to your tenants. Yeah, and like oh, shit. I was, I was a wreck. Like I was in tears. I probably looked awful oh. because I had like black makeup like running down my face. <laughs> yeah. And like sorry, I don't mean to be yawning while you're talking. I'm just <laughs> It's okay. I was also in my pajamas, yeah. like no bra. I I had to walk out of the I had to walk out of my house and talk to the police and tell them that it was just our landlord. Sorry. Our landlord showed up on an house. 
everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 14. I was home right. alone. I didn't know what to do. There were men in my house. And my I dog mean, wasn't barking. Res- that's a responsible thing to do. Yeah. I can't believe Star wasn't barking, though. She barks when anyone comes over. Every other time that that man walks in our house, she will not quit barking at him. That one goddamn time that I needed her to bark at him. <laughs> when I thought she was goddamn dead. Oh, my God. Baby girl. Yeah. I was like, Julia, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say my mom sent me to my grandmother's after that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Which wasn't the greatest plan, but whatever. No. Let's continue this story. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, my mom texted me. There you go. Ironically enough. Um. <laughs> Hi, Karen. <sighs> What? She sent me a picture that she drew on, and I thought that she had, like, drawn a penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did you send that to me? <laughs> Karen. Um, okay. Karen, that's inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah. Okay, so the intruder and two others who have not been identified had taken off before police could get there. Okay. Bleeding from the back of his head, yes. Paul walked into the University of North Carolina Hospital in Hillsboro about two hours later at 1 p.m. Hospitals have been warned to look out for a man matching his description who would be suffering from a head injury, and UNC's hospital staff promptly notified the sheriff's office when Hall arrived. Uh-huh. Um, Hall's condition worsened throughout the afternoon, and he was transferred about 20 minutes south to the University Hospital in Chapel Hill. There, according to the sheriff's office, the plan was for hospital staff to notify deputies when Hall was ready to be just charged so he could be arrested. But that call never came, the sheriff now claims. Instead, it was nearly 10 hours before police realized Hall was gone. Oh, shit! Yeah. An Orange County sergeant found out when he called the hospital to ask about Hall's status at 5.53 a.m. on Saturday. About about a half hour later, hospital police called him back to inform him that Hall had left the hospital against medical advice on Friday around 8 p.m. The nurse had written in her notes that Hall said he needed to leave because police were going to be looking for him. He left looking conspicuous, wearing a hospital gown with blue socks and a bandage around his head, carrying a cup of water. That's not suspicious at all. <laughs> the water is my favorite. Yeah, just wandering around with socks and a, a hospital gown and a jug of water. <laughs> yeah, that's not suspicious at all. <laughs> when Hall oh left God. the hospital Friday evening against medical advice, we certainly should have been notified, the sheriff's statement said. But most concerning of all is that hospital police did not even know Hall had left the premises almost 10 hours prior. Oh, no. Indeed, Hall's absence was only discovered when we placed a phone call to them. Hospital, yeah. Hospital officials could not be reached for comment late Sunday, but told CNN in a statement that the hospital's emergency department was slammed on Friday night, and their primary role is medical care, not police work. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I was just about to say, like, that's probably because they're insanely overworked. And yeah. Just and the police should probably be there if they know that they're being transferred. The police should be there. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but... Absolutely. um, The hospital also noted that the Orange County Sheriff's Department did not station any deputies at Hall's hospital room. Because why would we do that? Oh, my God. We believe the situation highlights the issue that emergency department nurses and physicians cannot be both caregivers and law enforcement at the same time, the hospital said in the statement. I mean, that's fair. Yes. It's the thing. 
Our nurses and physicians wait, focused... Wait, wait a minute. Were they, was he reported? Like, did they know about this whole situation? Yes. And they, like, did they report it? Yes. To someone? Yes. Okay. Okay. I yes. was wondering. So they, they fulfilled, fulfilled their end of the bargain. Yeah. Something else fell through. There's a shortage of police officers. Yes. People of, of good character need to go and apply. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please. <laughs> Our nurses and physicians... Physicians focus 100% of their time on providing care to patients. That is their job. Hall was taken into custody Sunday at his mother's home after police in Burlington received an anonymous tip that he had fled there from the hospital. He's being held at the Orange County Detention Center on a $100,000 secure bond and awaiting a court hearing Monday. Whoa. No attorney could be Today. located for him. Yeah. Whoa. Braden is already settling back into his regular routine, telling local media outlets that he isn't afraid throughout the or that he wasn't afraid throughout the ordeal. Braden's father, Christopher Smith, told WFMY that his son had only one concern after the burglary. He said he was like, Am I still going to be able to play baseball? Can I think can I get back into the house to get my uniform? <laughs> Smith said, heck, I was like, heck yeah, dude, we're going. <laughs> the 11-year-old slugger said his father had prepared him for what to do in the event of a home invasion after it was burglarized several years ago, teaching him to stay calm, he told the news station. The boy had a message for parents. Always have your kids prepared for anything. He had a message for the intruder, too. You oh shouldn't God. have done what you've done, Braden said to ABC 11. You're better off to get a job than breaking into other people's house. Oh, oh shit. shit! Yeah. Wow. Good for that kid. Dang. Yeah. That's awesome. He's a badass. He really is. And I love him. He's very well spoken. Yeah. Kids are resilient. <laughs> and can I still go to baseball? Can I go to baseball? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back in and get my inner my uniform. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! I'm so excited for yours. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. okay. okay. So you know one of our favorite colors okay. together is yes. green. Yes. Oh no. Are you about to ruin this for me? I don't know. Or make it better. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, really excited. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the history of green mm -hmm. dye. Ooh. I'm already very excited. The history of green dye is a history of death. Well, <laughs> that went down the drain very quickly. <laughs> Okay, so, oh, goodness gracious. I mean, you know that green has been associated with poison. Yes. Oh, yes. If you've seen any Disney movie ever. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you may be planning to wear green the St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Green, the color of kissing Irish. Mm-hmm. The color of money. Yes. The color of dot dot dot. Horrible, horrible death. <laughs> <laughs> the color of horrible, horrible death. I love it. At least Continue. when it came to green dyes during the Victorian age. Here we go. Because <laughs> I love ridiculously stupid fashion. Yes. <laughs> it makes me so happy. 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Record something for us to promote. Okay. <laughs> um, in 1814, uh-huh. a company in Schweinfurt. Wow. Germany. <laughs> See, Carrie can pronounce things. I Schweinfurt, cannot. Yes. <laughs> Germany. Mm-hmm. Called the Wilhelm Dye uh-huh. and White Lead Company. Uh-huh. Developed a new green dye. Oh, no. It was brighter than most <laughs> dye. of the... Yeah, it was, yeah. Pun intended. Uh-huh. It was brighter than most traditional green dyes. It was bolder. The shade was so jewel-like that it quickly became called, <laughs> that it quickly began being called, quote, emerald green. Uh-huh. And women loved it. Yes. Largely because it was during this time that gaslighting, rather than candlelight, was being introduced. Yeah. When women went to parties at night, the rooms were considerably brighter than they had been only a few decades before. Mm-hmm. These partygoers wanted to make sure they were wearing gowns that stood out boldly. As one does. Gowns in a shade like emerald green. Mm-hmm. Women began using it for wallpaper and carpeting. Yeah. Victorian Britain was said to be bathed in green. And horrible, horrible death. (sighs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) The reason that dye was so striking is that it was made with arsenic. Oh no. As it <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Carrie. <laughs> These people are putting it on their wallpaper and on the clothes that In they're wearing. Their clothes that they're wearing. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so just to clarify, I got this article from an article by Jennifer Wright from The History of Green Dye is a History of Death. Mm-hmm. is the name of the article from Ranker before it transferred to whatever it is now. Yeah. Um, okay, just to cite this article, because I didn't write any of this shit. Uh-huh. Oh my god, <laughs> and it's so clever. <laughs> <laughs> the effects of, an ars- of arsenic exposure are horrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, God. In addition to being deadly, mm-hmm. it produces ulcers all over the skin. Oh, and they were wearing this. Those who came in close contact with it might develop scabs and sores wherever it touched. It oh, I also, would rather be dead. It can also make your hair fall out. And can cause people to vomit blood before shutting down their livers and kidneys. Yeah. So this is probably one of the worst chemicals for a society to be, quote, bathed in. (laughs) Oh, whoever did that deserves to die. (laughs) But it was so beautiful. We were so pretty. Okay. No, like whoever came up with this dye and put arsenic in it. 
deserves to die. No, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay. This was obviously unpleasant for women mm-hmm. who wore green apparel. Mm-hmm. In 1871, one lady, one, quote, lady who purchased a box of green-colored gloves at a well-known and respectable house, unquote, oh, was, no. was horrified to find that her hands broke out in blisters after putting them on. <laughs> well, yeah. Not surprised. <laughs> um, unless the dye was sealed, sweaty palms could cause the dye to run into the wearer's skin. Yeah. Other accounts from this era tell of babies dying in their nurseries after playing on green carpets or rubbing up against green wallpaper. Oh, no. One foreign dignitary even told Queen Victoria that the green that the green wallpaper in Buckingham Palace made him ill. <laughs> this sounds like a ridiculous dig at her taste and decor until you realize he was absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? People shit on women nowadays for, like, wanting things to be BPA-free and really closely monitoring what they put on their kids' skin and yeah. all that shit. This, this is fucking yeah. why. <laughs> Because people are horrific. Yes. And put arsenic in things that people and put on their bodies. poison. Other poisons. Uh-huh. And other toxic things into things that we put on our skin and then we absorb into our bodies. It's uh-huh. bad. Queen Victoria, clearly less sensitive than I would have been, <laughs> as the, art- the article's author, uh-huh. um, had the wallpaper removed, though perhaps because when the dye was applied to wallpaper, a... Quote, mouse-like odor, unquote, was produced. (laughs) Gross. Ironically, when people in these nurseries or rooms became sick, they were often put to bed in those very spaces where the arsenic would ultimately kill them. Yeah. Because ironically enough, green has a promotion, the green is the color, has a promoting of being, uh, like, it promotes you feeling healthy. So, like, yeah. I put it in places in my house yeah, that it would promote that feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you lace it with arsenic... <laughs> yeah, when it comes from poison, it doesn't really work. No. <laughs> oh, my God. And if you think the effects were terrifying for the people who merely brushed against these fabrics, wait until you hear about what happened to the women who manufactured them. Oh. Working with the dye every day. Oh, those poor ladies. Of course they were women. Yeah. Is the thing. One of these days I'll talk about the women, the radium women. Yeah. That's a bad one. Yes. (laughs) Okay. It's kind of hilarious, but it's really bad. Okay, so Matilda Schreuer, Schreuer, a 19-year-old woman who applied the arsenic green dye to fake flowers, died in a way that horrified the populace in 1861. She threw up green vomit, and the whites of her the whites of her eyes turned green. Oh, and when she and when she died. She claimed that, quote, everything she looked at 
was green. So she turned into a zombie quote. that could only see green. Or she really had an out-of-body experience and experienced the Emerald City. <laughs> we, we have no way to know. <laughs> <laughs> she experienced the Emerald City. There's no way to know. So, <laughs> when people began investigating such workshops, they found other women in similar distress. Like one, quote who had been kept on working with green till her face was one mass of sores. End quote. Ooh. Yuck. <laughs> it's so bad. I can't even. This is awful. It's this is so probably bad. the worst thing I've ever heard. It's so bad. And doctors knew this was happening. Of course. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Because why would we listen to the doctors? Because it's happening to women. Yeah. And it looks pretty. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) they begin talking about the, quote, great deal of slow poisoning going on in Great Britain, unquote, Mm -hmm. as early as 1857. Before long, illustrations were being run in newspapers depicting skeletons dancing in green dresses. Because, yeah. pe- because people who draw comics know life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Times pondered following a case where arsenic poisoning was spread through socks. Oh. Because we absorb a lot through our feet. That's yeah. why, like, a lot of people who are into essential oils, like, they recommend you put things on your feet. That's why yeah. I put my sleep oil at night is on the bottoms of my feet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Quote. What manufactured article in these days of high-pressure civilization can be possibly trusted if socks may be dangerous? End quote. I mean, to be honest, the ones that were not green. (laughs) Those were the ones that could be trusted. (laughs) The Victorians lane for an attractive person, quote, killing. You know, like, oh, she's slaying. Yeah. It's coming back. Everything makes a comeback. A lady killer. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. She's killing in that dress. (laughs) Yeah. Even took on a new meeting. With the British Medical Journal remarking, quote, Well, maybe the fascinating wearer of it be called a killing creature. She actually carries in her skirts poison enough to slay the whole of the admirers she may meet within half a dozen ballrooms. End quote. Yeah. Yeah, she does. (laughs) She, you would think that these stories would have caused people to immediately stop wearing the color. But of course... They didn't. (laughs) That would be a smart decision. (laughs) We're fucking humans. We don't do anything smart. No. Consumers throughout history have engaged in all manner of wildly unhealthy behaviors for the sake of fashion. And production of the color was a huge industry. Mm -hmm. It makes money. (laughs) So for years, some people were willing to put up with these grotesque Deaths if the alternative was muted shades. Or, as one proponent of green dye described them, abominable grays, hideous browns, and dreadful yellows. I hate everything. I know, right? 
hate <laughs> I hate fashion. Some people tried to tell themselves that they'd be safe, provided they did not lick the fabric or wallpaper. <laughs> Which was unfortunately not true. <laughs> I won't be safe if it's I don't fucking, taste it. It's fucking arsenic. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, y'all. Others claimed that the doctors were simply lying. As doctors do. I mean, in the 1800s, yeah. <laughs> Let's, um, I'll give them that one. <laughs> this was still... Two weeks in a handshake for medical yeah. school. Like, let's be real. Um, not that there wasn't, there weren't breakthroughs being made, but still. Yeah. Um, because some people always believe that science is not real. <laughs> yeah. All in all this, in spite of the fact that every Victorian household probably had a jar of arsenic to poison rats, so they knew that it was fucking poisonous. <laughs> It's not like it's some abstract science that you don't have direct access to. No. It's right there in front of your fucking face. Someone deserves to get stabbed in the neck for telling people that this was okay to put on their bodies. It was just the media, girl. It's just fashion. Think about the shit we put on our faces. This backlash meant it took until 1895. The vampire craze was still going on. Yeah. I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> we were still killing the dead. <laughs> so this is the time we live in. Yeah. <laughs> Here. <laughs> the backlash meant it took until 1895 for regulations to be put in place regulating conditions in factories where workers would be exposed to arsenic. Fortunately by then, quote, in the absence of government intervention, the People of Britain had used the power of their pocketbooks, unquote, to demand alternatives to arsenic-based dye, meaning they stopped buying shit. Thank God. Boycott has power. Let's all stop going to Walmart. Thank goodness they did. Yeah. To this day, green dye has a bad reputation among seamstresses. Women who work with fabrics at Chanel believe that it's, link- that it's linked to bad luck. Well, yeah. Yeah. I can see why. kill people. Right. (laughs) Coral! (laughs) That kills people! (laughs) Fortunately, the green dye on your clothing is no longer made from arsenic. Although, if this St. Patrick's Day you'd notice a mouse-like odor emanating from your outfit, well, someone probably just spilled Guinness on it. (laughs) But if you want to strip naked just to be safe... Far be it from us to stop you. (laughs) Do that at home. (laughs) Don't expose people to your kink that have not agreed already. I'm I'm down. down. (laughs) But whatever. You do you. you. Not a witch, but you do you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Isn't that insane? Oh, my God. Yeah, I had no idea. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that just... It makes me so sad for all the people that died for fashion. So, I actually Googled... A, like, I just googled weird fashion. Yeah. And everything else was just, like, really cultural and crazy and, like, a normal part of our weird fashion. Yeah. As it evolves. You know what I'm saying? This was the only one that just popped out at me and punched me in the face. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) What the fuck? 
That that article title is perfect. I know. It was really well written. <laughs> I didn't write any of that, by the way. That was 100% the beautiful author who wrote it. Yes. So, but I thought it was so good. It was. And so weird and informative <laughs> and hilarious. Yes. So, now we know. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Yes, Hope thank you. Hope you brightened up your Thursday. Your Thursday. Your Friday <laughs> with some crazy facts. Yeah. And hopefully that fucker that got macheted by an 11-year-old. Oh, my God, yes. Is in jail. Yes. Forever. Don't burgle. Yeah. No burgling. No. Where Get a job. <sighs> but we are both Fuck, very I'm tired. so tired. <laughs> So, I have to take a shower still. Oh. So, yeah. I, I'm so sleepy. <laughs> okay, well, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you for laughing with us. And hopefully you have a great weekend. And yes. remember, you are not a monster. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Check out our Tumblr blog, at Talk Crooked, for sources and photos. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Talk Crooked. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We are currently a self-funded podcast, so if you would like to donate and receive a shout-out on air, please visit us at patreon.com slash talkcrooked. Eventually, we will start doing listener episodes. If you have your personal stories related to our previous episodes, email us at talkcrooked at gmail.com. For business inquiries or sponsorships, email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. Okay, bye.